Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Okay, let's listen to the Word of God together. We have been talking about divine protection. And this is a good timing to talk about it because of the deadly pestilence around the world. I heard that the uh, virus has spread to many nations now, to Europe and to other places around the world. But we are under the protection of God. So we don't have to worry about this deadly pestilence. Last Sunday, I did not finish talking about angelic protection. So I would like to continue to talk about angelic protection today. Definitely, I will read a lot of passages of scriptures to build your faith. I love to read scripture when I preach because I want you to read with me. It's into your eyes and you get it into your brain, into your heart and build your faith. Christian life is the life of faith and the life of love. We need to grow in love. We love one another. We love the nations. We love people who look different from us. And also, it's the life of faith. We need to build faith in what God says here. And when we have faith, we'll see more miracles happen, more healing, more deliverance, more salvation. Amen? So we need to build that faith. Let me read this one more time in Psalm chapter 4, verse 8, and I will continue to preach. The Bible says, I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone. Thank God for police officers. Thank God for our military people. Thank God for the radar and computer and all the military equipment. But for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Police officers cannot protect us from sickness and disease. They can protect us from bad robbers, but they cannot protect us from sickness, from car accident. So we need God to protect us all the time. And we learn that God can protect us in a different ways. For example, He protects us by putting power on our life so that the deadly pestilence and all the bad things cannot come near to us. He protects us by putting his wings over us, or canopy, or the shield of favor. He protects us by putting the shield over us, so that bad things cannot come near to us. And we need to believe every day we wake up, we have that shield of favor over us, and we run into the wing of God to receive protection from the Lord. And the devil cannot touch us and destroy us. Now we have learned about angelic protection. Last time we learned about the three Jewish or the Hebrew men in Babylon that God protected them from the burning furnace fire, uh, the fiery furnace, and they were not killed. The angel was there with them in that furnace. We learned that the angel of the Lord shut the mouth of the lions last Sunday. 
Daniel was not killed. Now we're going to learn in the New Testament. Continue in the New Testament. The angels did not only work in the Old Testament. They work in the New Testament as well. Are we in the New Testament? Are we still in the book of Acts? I believe you're still writing the book of Acts. Amen? The book of Acts, if you read the last chapter, it doesn't say end, finish. No, it will continue. <laughs> so we continue the book of Acts nowadays. Amen? In Acts chapter 5, verses 18 to 25, they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, the angel said, and tell the people the full message of this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts as they had been told and began to teach the people. When the high priest and, the, and his associates arrived, they called together the Sanhedrin, the full assembly of the elders of Israel, and sent to the jail for the apostles. But on arriving at the jail, the officers did not find them there. So they went back and reported, We found the jail securely locked. Is it a miracle? The apostle went out, the jail still locked. The locking mechanism still there. The guard did not see their left. Wow. And we found no one inside. On hearing this report, the captain of the temple guard and the chief priest were puzzled, wondering what would come of this. Then someone came and said, Look, the men you put in jail are standing in the temple courts teaching the people. Wow. In Acts chapter 5, the apostles were placed in real jail. And this jail had the iron bars. And the angel of the Lord shows up. The angel opened the door jail and put it back and put the lock back on. And all the soldiers stand there did not see anything happen. My question is, can the angels of the Lord affect physical things? Can the angels of the Lord perform miracles for you? To rescue you, to deliver you, to protect you, to set you free from the work of the enemy? Can the angel of the Lord show up and affect the iron bar, the locker, Everything, and people still stand there and don't even see you pa walk past by. Can the angel of the Lord blind the eyes of people and could not see anything? They can? Are they powerful? Can they kill 185,000 soldiers in one night? We read from the scripture last Sunday. Oh, wow. We have very powerful angel, charge, and Follow us everywhere. We all have at least one angel. But some of you may have more. More than one angel. Because you play around too much, so the angel has to protect you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I have at least one angel. But I have two angels, thank God. I mentioned last Sunday. 
I know the name of the second angel. Her name is Dararat Lahaprasit. <laughs> Normally, when you get thrown into jail, and the angel get you out, what is your normal reaction? When you come out from jail because you preach the gospel, I think most of our reaction will say, I'm going to get on the airplane now and fly to California. I have to run out of this place ASAP. But what did these people do? They went to the temple and they still preached the gospel with boldness. They were not afraid at all of the persecution because they knew that God is so powerful, that God could protect them, that God can open the steel bar of the jail and they walk out. The angel can hold something bad back from you and the angel can release you from something bad that holds you down. Everyone say, hold back. The angel can shut the mouth of the lions, hold them back. And the angel can open the jail's door, release you, let you go from something that holds you down. You see, the angel can do both things, hold back and release you from something that harass you, try to destroy you or hurt you. They can do anything to protect you. Look at another story in the Bible in Acts chapter 12, verses 1 to 5. Now about that time, Herod, the king, stretched out his hand to harass some from the church. Then he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, the Jews wanted to persecute Christians, he proceeded further to seize Peter also. Now it was during the days of unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, which means Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads of soldiers to keep him. Each squad of soldiers have four soldiers. How many of them? Sixteen soldiers in front of jail watching this guy named Peter who preached the gospel that he could not run away. Everyone say, sixteen soldiers. They all have knife, they all have sword and spear, everything. They are well-trained soldiers, okay? Intending to bring him before the people after Passover. He wanted to kill Peter after Passover. Execution. Peter was therefore kept in prison. But constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. I want to ask you to really join our prayer meeting on Saturday morning. Prayer meeting in our church office on Tuesday. Uh, we have different group of prayer meeting. We should come together to the care group and pray together. I noticed one thing in the Friday care group that I usually attended. God answered a lot of prayer in that care group. When we come to pray together, we pray for the country, for leaders, and for brothers and sisters, for our friends. Prayer moved the hand of God. So what happened? At that time, Peter was put in jail. And Herod had a plan to execute him or kill him in front of public. But if you notice one thing, Peter slept very well that night. What does it mean? It means that Peter was not in fear. Peter did not worry, even though he knew that in a few days he would be executed or killed. 
He slept well. Can a worried person sleep well? No. I believe that if Peter was worried, he would be all night like, "Oh God, why you do this to me? I love you. I preach the gospel. Why you allow me to die like this?" No, the Bible says that he was not afraid to die. He slept that night. The reason he was able to sleep because he had faith. You know, faith is so important, very important. When you have faith, you don't lose sleep. When you have faith, you can rest in the Lord all the time. For Peter, he knew that his name was recorded in the book of life. He knew that the angel of the Lord is preparing a mansion for him in heaven. If he died anyway, by the sword, he's gonna be in heaven and live there forever, and he's gonna be in his mansion. Why worry about death? As Christians, we should not be afraid of death at all, because we're going to go to the better place anyway. I make this decision now. I'm not afraid of death anymore, because I know I will be with the Lord in heaven for eternity, and God prepare a mansion for me. And Pastor Da, I ask, I have a request. Pastor Da mansion need to be next to my mansion, and I ask another request. My mansion need to be waterfront, because I gave up waterfront house for the kingdom of God. Not only that, I ask another thing for the Lord. My house, my mansion in heaven, need to have the view—not only ocean, but the view of the snow-capped mountain. Because, or oh, you too, you like the same thing. How many people like waterfront and also snow-capped? Oh, wow! How about we stay in the same village? Hallelujah! <laughs> I believe God answer our prayer. We're gonna be in the village with waterfront and snow-capped mountain, and we can see the view every day. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Some of you may not like my idea. Some of you may say, "I want to see like a big building, like in New York. I just want to see big building. Not for me. I want snow-capped mountain." Acts twelve six to eleven. And when Herod was about to bring him out. That night, Peter was sleeping. He had no fear. He had no worry. He has no anxiety. He was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers. He sleep well with two soldiers standing, like this. Okay, imagine what's going on here. And the guards before the door. Not only two soldiers on both sides. In front of the door, the guards stand, sixteen all together, were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and the light shone in the prison. When the angel show up, that place can be enlightened, can be very bright, because the angel is so powerful. They brought heaven into the world. He struck. You notice one thing: the angel did not just Peter, Peter. Wake up! No, the angel have to do this. <laughs> Struck. Peter was deep sleep. Oh, he thought he was in a vision. So when the angel struck like that, it means he was really deep sleep. If you are not in deep sleep, you worry. You still half awake, half thinking. It just. Scratch a little bit, you wake up right away. But the angel have to, Peter, 
Wake up. Okay. <laughs> you see the picture now? Okay. Peter on the side and raised him up, pulled him up, and saying, "Arise quickly!" And the, his chains fell off his hands. Poop. Done. No key. Fall off. Then the angel said to him, "Gird yourself, put your, your clothes on, tie on your sandals." And so he did. And he said to him, "Put on your garments and follow me." So he went out and followed him, and did not know that what was done by the angel was real. He was he thought he was in a dream or he was in a vision, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and the second guard post, wow! The two soldiers stand there. The angel show up. They were so blinded, they could not see anything. Peter got up. The soldiers still stand there. See nothing. The chain came off. The door opened. Walk out, and the soldier did not see the door open. And not only walk out, but another many more than ten soldiers stand out there, standing. No one saw him. Is the angel powerful? Can the angel blind the eyes of people? Can the angel make people see things different from you? Can the angel drop the chain off your hand? Can the angel open the door without sound? Open, and you walk out. Okay, continue. They came to the iron gate. Wow, this is an iron gate, not plastic gate, that leads to the city, which opened to them on its own accord. At that time, there is no such thing that you click, and the door open, automatic door opener. No, no automatic door opener. But the angel walked; the door opened automatically, and they went out and went down on one street. And immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he like, "Oh, oh, I'm outside now. I'm not in jail." He come to himself. He said, "Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent His angel." And has delivered me from the hand of Herod, and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. Wow! This is the New Testament. Peter did not take a little nap; he was in a deep sleep. The angel had to strike him, hit him very hard to wake him up. The light came. All the soldiers standing there know nothing about what happened. The door open, walk out. Another door open, walk out. Two posts of soldiers. Then the iron gate open, and he walked out, and everything closed down again. You see how powerful the angel is. You think we still have angel today? You think God can protect us by sending His angel? Amen. Everyone say, I have at least one angel. The angel can hold back something bad that will come against you. The angel can lose something that hold you back. They are so powerful that can pick you up, and you will not fall on the ground, or you fall on the ground but you have no hurt, no injury. Uh, we have one 
member in the Thai service afternoon service. She is about 80. How old is she? 80 years old. Man up. How old? 84 years old. That day she holds something, walked down the stair, and she fell down. No one helped her. She fell down. No broken bone, no brain injury, no bleeding. She can get up and walk again. When I say this, you may say, "Oh, what a big deal, Pastor Lau." I tell you, I'm a doctor, and I used to work at Harborview Hospital, the trauma center. 84 years old, fall down, very high likely to break the hip, high likely to have subdural hematoma or clot in the brain, and when that age have clot in the brain. More than 90% death. People die. Older people fall down. High chance of broken neck, breaking bone, breaking hip, and bleeding. You know why people have bleeding in the brain when you get old? I tell you. I'm talking for, as a doctor. When you get older, the brain shrinks. All of us, the brain will shrink as we get older. And there is a vessel between the brain and the covering of the brain. We call bridging veins. Bridging. Between the brain and the covering of the brain. So when you are young, you can run, you can do everything, no problem, because your brain close to the skull, nothing happen. But when you get older, you have to be careful when you get older. Okay, you can you don't go out and dance like this. You know why? Because <laughs> because your brain is far away from the skull, and that bridging vein is hanging. So first, this is brain, this is skull, the bridging vein hanging. So when you shake your brain, that bridging vein torn, and have bleeding over the brain. So 84 years old fall down, high chance, more than 80, 90% that bridging vein will be torn because of the shaking. And then the patient died because the bleeding slowly out. 84 years old member of this church fell. I believe the angel picked her and lay her on the ground. No broken bone at all. The chain fell off from Peter's hand. Can that happen? Can the angel perform miracles? How many people believe that our God is a God of miracles? He can do supernatural things. Everyone say, I believe. Supernatural things. Is the angel real? Do you believe you have at least one angel charged over you to help you? You believe? Are you serious? Are they powerful? Can they do things supernaturally in the natural realm? They can? Hallelujah. Let's believe God together. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we can see all this story that the angel is so powerful to deliver his people. And this happened in the New Testament time. And we're still living in the New Testament. And we're still having, serving the same God as Peter served. We're still doing the same thing as Peter do in our church. Reaching out to the nations together. Preaching the gospel. Making disciples. Angel can hinder some people who want to hurt you. And at the same time, you can hinder Angel from helping you. How do you hinder angel from helping you? Number one, living in fear. Two, complain. Three, doubt. The way that you can 
really give God the right to really tell angel to do something for you. The key number one, faith. Do you know that faith give God the right to do something for you? Two, speak it. Faith without speaking may not help that much. You need to say it. The Bible say you are safe. Because you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you confess with your mouth that He was raised from the dead. Believe and speak. Amen. Everyone say, "Believe." Put your hand in here. Believe, believe. Speak. speak, and don't fear. We will not fear. Once you can do this thing, you give God the right to. Ignite the angel or to move the angel to help you supernaturally. Faith is very important in divine protection. Faith is required. Fear is opposite to faith. Amen. Hallelujah. How does God protect you and me? The wing over us, canopy over us, the shield of favor over us, and the angelic protection. Actually, the angel was involved in the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew 28:1-2. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. When the angel showed up, the light shone. Earthquake came, for an angel of the Lord descended. From heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door, and sat on it. Who? That stone is not a little stone; it's a big stone that need a bunch of men to push uphill, not downhill, uphill. One angel, like this, the stone moved out, and then the angel sat on that stone. Ha 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 ha. I come to deliver the body of Jesus out of this tomb. Verse three, his countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. The angel of the Lord was so powerful. Earthquake came. His body shone the light of God, and not only that, his clothing was white. That is the angel of the Lord. The angel can come and minister to us three ways. Number one, appear as a man or as a human being. He can talk to you like a human t- being talk to you. That's what happened to Lot, L-O-T, and it happened to Abraham. One time, three angels appeared to Abraham in the form of a man. The angel can appear in the form of an angel, too. But also, the angel can come to help you without. You seeing them at all because they are spirits. They are in the spirit realm, so you may not see the angel, but they minister to you. Okay, verse four. And the gods shook for fear of him, and became like dead men. Can dead people stand? What happened to dead people? Pale and no movement. These gods were on the ground, like dead men, pale, and could not move, because they're so fearful of that angel. The god really shook 
and fell down. Can you imagine? The angel can make people fall down. Can the Holy Spirit make people fall down? Yes. Falling down is normal in the presence of the Lord. Wow. The angel scared this God so much. The angel can really move the stone, loose the chain, open the door, bring light from heaven, shake the earth. The angel can do so many things supernaturally and powerfully, and they are awesome. They're so powerful, and they are sent to help you and me. Are you glad? God loves us to send angel to protect us and to help us. Sometime in life, the enemy, the devil, can work in somebody's heart to come to your house and steal money from you, to break into your house. Or the devil can send somebody on the street, drunk, and the devil calculate the time that when you drive to here, that car is going to hit you and push you in the dish and you die. Can it happen? Can you walk on the street and then the devil talk to somebody, rob that guy, kill that guy, rape that woman? Can the devil do that? Yes. But when the angel of the Lord is with you, those people who want to rob you, steal you, rape or whatever, or hit the car on you, the angel will stand there and say, get out of here. And that person, those guys or those bad people, suddenly, huh, I think we change our mind. I think we should walk away. I don't know why. I don't want to bother this guy. I cannot touch her. Oh, the car may come. Mm, gonna hit. And suddenly the car move away. Or you can't move away. And you don't get hit. It can happen. Yes, the angel can move the car. The angel can scare people who want to hurt you and run away. And they leave you alone. They change their mind. They don't want to touch you anymore. Because the angel of the Lord make them fear, scare them. Some way, somehow, you don't understand. You don't need to know. You don't need to understand. I don't need to understand either. I know that the angels can scare people, can push people away, can push the car, can do anything. The only thing I know, I need God's protection. And he can do whatever he wants through the angel. But we should not worship any angel. The angels are powerful. Everyone say the angels are powerful. Mighty. Awesome. Supernatural. And the angel can touch people and they can fall down. Just one touch. Look at Daniel chapter 10. I will read a few scriptures here to show you that the angels are so powerful. Daniel chapter 10, 4 to 11. Now on the 24th day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river that is the Tigris, I lift, I mean Daniel, I lifted my eyes and looked and behold, a certain man clothed in linen. This is the angel, whose waist was girded with gold of Uphaz. His body was like beryl, beryl meaning precious gem or glowing skin. His face like the appearance of lightning. His eyes like torches of fire. His arms and feet like burnished bronze in color. 
and the sound of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. Okay, he came with a lot of people, but he was the only one who saw that angel. For the men who were with me did not see the vision. You see that the God, the soldier in the jail, when Peter was in jail or the apostles were in jail, they did not see the angel. They did not see anything happen. It's blinded. So these men did not see. But a great terror. Can the angel cause fear into the heart of people without seeing them? Yes. A great terror fell upon them so that they fled to hide themselves. They did not know what's going on. They just run away. So the same thing, bad people who want to attack you. You walk on the street in New York and somebody wants to rob you. Suddenly, angel, make them feel fear and run away from you. Can that happen? Yes. Therefore, I was left alone when I saw this great vision and no strength remained in me. For my vigor was turned to frailty in me and I retained no strength. The angel so powerful. When he appeared to Daniel, Daniel, lost strength, fell down. And yet I heard the sound of his words. And while I heard the sound of his word, I was in a deep sleep. He was on the ground, on my face. And with my face to the ground, suddenly a hand touched me. The hand of the angel touched him, which made me tremble on my knees and on the palms of my hands. And he said to me, O oh, Daniel, man greatly beloved. I want all the members of this church, if you are a man, in this church, I pray that God will call you David, man greatly beloved. If you are a woman in this church, Jane, a highly favored woman. All the women say, I'm highly favored. All the men say, I'm greatly loved. Can I hear louder? Does God love you? Yes. Woman, do you have favor? Yes. All the women say, I'm highly favored. I'm highly favored. Do you know that that was mentioned to Mary, the mother of Jesus? The Bible called Mary highly favored woman. Understand the words that I speak to you and stand upright. For I have now been sent to you. While he was speaking this word to me, I stood trembling. Picture this. He was on the ground, face on the floor. When the angel touched him, whoop, stand up, trembling. So what, the, what, what does it mean? The angel is so powerful. You lose your strength because you're scared, but he can give you strength to stand up again. The angel can do anything. Then he said to me, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself. One of the key to receive the grace from God is to be humble. You should not be arrogant people. Think that you're so smart. You can do everything yourself. I told the pastor in Sacramento, You know, pastor, can I give you one key of ministry? You humble yourself, and everywhere you go, you say, God, I cannot do this by myself. I need your grace. I draw your grace from you. 
I cannot do this by myself. I humble myself before your God, and your words were heard. And I have come because of your words. You see, when you pray with humility, with faith, God hears your word, and He sent angel to help you. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia, which stood me twenty-one days, and behold, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. For I had been left alone there with the kings of Persia. Do you understand these sentences? What does it mean? It means this way. In every town, in every city, every country, the devil sent principalities and authorities and power, the, all the fallen angels, to charge, to control each city. So when this angel talks about the prince of the kingdom of Persia, actually it's not the man, the prince of Persia. It, it means the principality, the angel of that city, that withhold, that push this angel not to come to Daniel to give him the answer. So in other words, there is a spiritual warfare up in the spiritual realm. This is what I told the pastor in Sacramento. Can I educate you a little bit? She shared with me for three hours about what's going on in her church. All this, that, and that, and this. The devil keep attacking the church here and there. People came in with mental problem and cause problem in the church. People came in and, oh, I feel so bad for her. She's a woman and tried to run the church. And suddenly when she shared with me, God spoke to me. She needed to join a big army with a big general who know how to fight. She may be still young in spiritual martial art, but somebody who has been fighting longer know how to... When I say that, she say, I join New Hope. Because I need a general who knows how to fight in the army. You see, it's so important to be in the army where your pastor leader knows how to fight spiritual warfare. Because there's spiritual warfare up there. You need to join a humble man, humble woman who loves the Lord and the Lord listen to his prayer or her prayer. Amen? Now I have come to make you understand what will happen to your people in the latter days. For the vision refers to many days yet to come. When he had spoken such words to me, I turned my face toward the crowd and became speechless. When God touched you, can you become speechless? Yes, you can. You cannot talk. And suddenly, one having the likeness of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke, saying to him who stood before me, My Lord, you notice small l, not capital L. He talked to the angel. Because of the vision, my sorrows have overwhelmed me, and I have retained no strength. For how can this servant of my Lord talk to with you, my Lord? As for me, you notice Daniel, he was the prime minister of that country, but he was so humble. He called himself the servant. No strength remains in me now, nor is any breath left in me. Then again, the one having the likeness of a man touched me and strengthened me. And he said, Oh man, oh Pastor Caesar, oh Tom, oh John, greatly beloved, fear not, peace be to you. 
Be strong. Yes, be strong. What is that? Faith. No fear. Trust God. Humble yourself and live a life that God can call you greatly beloved. Greatly loved. Are you greatly beloved people? Are you highly favored people? Amen. <laughs> so when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, let my Lord speak for you, have strengthened me. So the whole story is this, that the angel can appear. And they're so powerful that when you come close to them, you can lose strength and fall down. And the angel can appear and the angel can touch you and you can get strength back. And the angel can talk to you, send message from God to talk to you and guide you and help you to be strong again. Do I need the angel when I go to mission trip? Yes. I need a lot of angels actually. I need a lot. Amen? Do you need an angel? Do you need more angels? Yes. Look at how many angels can be sent to you? Matthew 26, 50 to 53, last scripture for today. But Jesus said to him, Friend, why have you come? Jesus was going to be arrested here. Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest, shook and cut off his ears. Then Jesus said to him, put your sword in its place. I like this scripture when Jesus said this. And for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. So in another way, you reap what you sow. Even as a Christian, if you sow love, you reap love from God. If you sow gossiping, attacking, destroying people, you're going to be destroyed too. You see, Jesus was talking to the disciple here. You pull the sword, you're going to be destroyed by the sword. Okay? Or do you think that, this is a main sentence I want to emphasize. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions Regions mean big army. Twelve big armies of angels. At the whipping post, I'm going to close here. At the whipping post and at the cross. If Jesus said, Father, I could not stand this anymore. They whipped me. They nailed me. I suffer. Could you please send angels to help me? the Father will send more than 12 legions of angels. And he's going to come out from that cross. Shoop! The nail going to come out. Everything, all the soldiers around, maybe 100 miles from that cross will fall. Can you imagine one angel killed 185,000 soldiers one night? 12 legions of Angels, who, all these Jewish people who are against Jesus, all the soldiers against Jesus, Roman soldiers, the Herod, everybody going to pull on the ground. And Jesus will stand there and smile. 
Thank God, he did not pray to the Father to get the angel. Because if he prayed, we would not have been saved. If he called the twelve legions of angels, we would not be healed. We would not go to heaven. We would not have the right to receive the Holy Spirit. The curtain, the veil in the temple would not be torn. And the Spirit of God would not have come out to be with you and me. Thank God Jesus did not pray. He was willing to die. So that now you and me can have the Holy Spirit. You and me can be healed. You and me can be delivered from demons. You and me can be righteous, can be saved, can go to heaven. You and me can call angel today because we are the child of the living God. He did not call, but we can call. He died, so we don't, don't have to die. He got sick on the beeping post so that we don't have to be sick. Are you glad? Oh, I love that. <laughs> Jesus loved us so much. At the end of this teaching, what I want to emphasize is that God loves you. God sent his angel to protect you. You need to do your part. Have faith. Speak it. Don't fear. Trust God. Let the angel do the work for you. He, they are so powerful. Humble yourself. Live a life that God can call you greatly beloved. In fact, I'm pre- writing a sermon right now talking about Daniel. This man never compromised anything in that foreign land at all. That's why God loved him so much. He did not yield to the things of the world. He just followed God 100%. I pray that the members of New Hope International Church will be like Daniel. You will be called greatly beloved and highly favored. Amen? How many people want to be called greatly beloved? How many people want to be called highly favored? I want to. And when you ask God, he will answer you. He will send angels to help you. Amen? Amen. Everyone say, God love me. me. Greatly. God give me favor. Highly favor. Favor upon favor. Everyone say, I have at least one angel. My angel is powerful. I can sleep every night. I can rest. I can go anywhere. Safely. The angel protects me. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us from all these scriptures. We learn so much, Lord. Many of us here are the first generation Christians. We did not know the Bible before, but now we learn how powerful you are, how much you love us, how much you care for us, that you sent your angels to be with us, and your angels are so powerful, awesome, and they are so mighty. They can do anything in the natural realms. They can scare bad people away. They can protect us from any form of virus, 
from any bad things. Thank you, Lord, for putting your wings over us, your canopy, your protection, your shield over us, Lord. I believe the believers in this generation shall receive supernatural protection from you, Lord, and we will walk in supernatural realm. We will bring heaven on earth here. We are not just normal, regular people. We are uncommon, peculiar, supernatural people on earth, because we have the God Almighty with us, and we have faith, and we declare and confess that you are our God, our fortress, our refuge. You are our protector. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us. Thank you, Lord. If you are here or you're listening to this teaching, and you are not a born again Christian yet, I would like to ask you to really give your life to Jesus Christ. God loves you. Very simple. Believe in your heart that Jesus is the living God and He died for you, and He loves you so much. He wants to give you life, eternal life on earth. Pray with me. Speak to the Lord out loud. I will lead you to pray right now. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. Forgive me, Lord. Of my sin. Thank you, Jesus, for shedding your blood and dying on the cross for me. Lord Jesus, come into my life right now. Stay with me. Go everywhere with me, Lord. Forgive me. Cleanse me. From today on, you are my Lord. And my Savior, I will serve you. I will live my life for you, Lord. My name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. Thank you, Lord, for your provision, your healing, your salvation, your protection. Thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for loving us. I speak and declare that all types of the blessing of Abraham will be upon your people in this house and on all those who listen to this teaching, Lord. I believe, Father, you bless us so that we can be the blessing to this country, to the nations around the world. We pray. For the agape, arise and charge Chinese church in Sacramento, Lord, that that church will flourish, will grow, more souls shall be saved. You send manpower into that church. You give them finances, anointing, wisdom. Bless them indeed. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Thank you.